Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Can't you see Hoynes playing the harmonica? 100% yes. I totally could see him. Being, Without a doubt. And being awesome at it, too. Yeah, I would think so. I would think he'd be pretty good at it. Absolutely. I could see Hoynes being great. Like, like kind of how like one of the great harmonica players that nobody knows about, Mick Jagger is an unbelievable harmonica player. Really? He's really good. I didn't know that. You listen to some of that early Stones blues stuff, Mick does all the harmonica stuff in there. It's, he's really good at it. Hmm. And sadly, it you know found its way out of his music. About about the stones and that stuff. Yeah. Did not know that. Now I do know what I'm here for. All right. We're talking about spring training, aren't we? That's what we're going to start doing right now. Oh, absolutely. And of course, when you hear Catman do, you know, that means we got Paul Hoynes on the line. So, Hoynesy. What's up? Hey, Hoynesy. How's it going, guys? Good. You all right? How are you? Hoynesy, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I'm just making sure you're okay. I was worried about you there for a second. <laughs> All right, no, I'm okay. All right, Paul Hoynes is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Um, Hoynes, let's um, let's start off with spring training. You made the trip out there. You're already back home, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I got back on uh, Wednesday. All right, how was it? It was good. It was good. It was interesting. Kind of a new vibe, you know, without Terry there, uh, Tito there. Um, but, yeah, a lot of young players, a lot of new faces. Like, you know, Andy, every year the faces change. And, uh, but, uh, except I, I yours, Hoynes. I like, bo- oh. I like both. Every, every, point, every face changes except for yours. You realize that, right? <laughs> God. That's who's a got, thought, who's got more? I mean, I'm sure Jimmy Ingram probably pops out there. Or, I hope he pops out there still. But who, who's been there longer? Help me. <laughs> Maybe Moses Cleveland. I'm not sure. <laughs> you need to you need to drop the V from your name then too, so the two of you can get along at this point. All right. So you talk about this new vibe, and, and like Dan and I were talking before, we're like, what what what's the dare? Like, how do things change when you go from Tito to vote? Like, it, it's got to be a shock to the system. Yeah, I think, um, you know, with Tito, you know, he had done it. He'd been there. He'd won. Um, you know, there was just, he, he was relaxed. I think he felt really comfortable in his own skin. You know, he said what he wanted to say. Uh, the players knew that. I, and I think uh, with Fode, you know, he's still feeling his way. He admits that. But he's really a polished guy. He's, uh, I don't know if you've talked to him much, but... You know, gives great answers. He's always prepared. You know, he. I think he's more than ready for the job. So, Hansi, you've seen a bunch of camps. You saw a bunch of Terry Francona camps. What is the biggest difference of having uh, Stephen Vote out there compared to Terry Francona about how they, like, even go about their business? Is there a difference, or does it very much feel like business as usual? I think it's pretty much business as usual. The uh, practices seem a little shorter, a little more uh, concise. 
you know, there's no standing around. And you know how they hand out the uh, the workout schedules? These are in different colors, you know, so that makes a that, – that, you know, I'm not sure. I still haven't figured out how to read them. But this is, uh, this is you know, high-tech stuff right now. You got me befuddled. Like, I'm trying to figure out why – What's the difference with the colors? And but whatever, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's like outfielders are green, infielders are yeah, blue, yeah, stuff like that. You know where the uh, minor league guys are working, uh, where where the uh, the sim games are, where's live batting practice, who's uh, who's got who's throwing bullpens today, and it's always been like that. But this is more color quoted. I, 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 just I, how to you in, in the way you see spring training now compared to like I, I'm even just kind of. I don't know, and now I feel old even saying this, but dating back to Florida and how spring training has just changed since the Arizona era, I just, you know, it used to be, there was just maybe it was because the teams were great at the time, but there was so much hype to want to go down to Florida for spring training to catch a game and maybe see the guys work out and then, you know, kind of have that and then drive back home or, or just do that. It just feels like when things moved out to Arizona, things kind of just became all business. Now, I do realize that we've had a pandemic in between, and there are there are things that have changed the world since they made that decision to move to Goodyear. But I just, I just, I, I don't. You tell me your your just your general thoughts on spring training and how it's kind of changed for fans. Well, I think you know Winter Haven was obviously much more fan friendly. It was a shorter trip, a shorter flight. Uh, there was more access to the players. Um, at Goodyear, it is, you know, it's a state-of-the-art facility. It is, uh, there's, there's, access is limited, but th- it is all catered toward the player. This is a destination. It's a year-round site. You've got, you know, players, a lot of players that have bought homes in the Phoenix area. They train there all year. They never take a day off, and that's what they wanted. It's you know, for from a baseball point of view, it is a you know a tremendous upgrade. But I think from a fan point of view, it's probably it's not as friendly. It's a longer flight, obviously, and you know you don't you don't have the access that that you had as a fan to the players. I remember being in Winter Haven, you know, walking back to the clubhouse. The fans would be walking, talking to Omar Vizquel. He'd stop and take pictures with them. You know, it was you you just don't see that now. Yeah, is that good or bad? Boise? I think, uh, I mean, it's a little both, Andy. I think, you know, the, when these, these guys are, these guys are there to work, you know, and, uh, and I guess, uh, we, we, they just haven't had those, you know, those star studded teams that, True. that the, the, of the, of the nineties, uh, you know, they really haven't had an all star at every position. They, they haven't had Albert Bell in that lineup from 1995. So it's a, it's a different, it's a different way of business. Paul Hoynes, Cleveland.com, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Did you get to see Shane Bieber pitch? And if so, how did he look? Shane, I, you know, I did, he's pitching to us. Uh, he's making his uh, Cactus League debut Saturday against Kansas City. I saw him throw a couple bullpens, and he looked great. You know, he's throwing everything. Throw, saw him throw a live BP. Uh, his below, you know, is up. Breaking stuff looked great. You know he's really in a good a good frame of mind. So where is the organization with him? Well, how long is this going to last? I, I just feel like well, we're, we're kind of please respond with Goodyear, Arizona, Hoynes. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, you know obviously he's. I don't think he ends the season here. You know unless you know they 
pull a rabbit out of the hat and uh, are contending at the at the uh, at the deadline and decide to ride him out. But I would think he's going to get traded. But that that contending number changes because of what Arizona did last year, doesn't it? I mean, you don't have to be at eighty. Uh, I don't know how many wins you have to be at. Do you? You know, especially in the Central. So th- that's yeah. where I'm like, kind of like, uh, you know, I see everybody's picking them like second, third, and I'm like, uh, you know, what happened last year? I mean, there's hope for these teams with an extra playoff spot. Yeah, there's hope, but you got to score runs, and they're still not scoring runs. I oh, still don't true. see how this offense improved that much. So you're not buying no. in on the Kyle Manzardo hype train? Well, I like Manzardo. You know, I, I, he's he's really looked good. I just don't know if he's going to open the season here. You know, I, if uh, you know, I guess you know if it's a new attitude, new manager, maybe he gets they give him a shot, and you know he opens the season in Cleveland. But uh, you know, if it's the prevailing thought, then this, the front office hasn't changed. That uh, you know they'd rather have him play at Columbus, start the season there, get on a roll, and then bring him up. You know, we'll see how that goes, but we'll see how much power vote has. And what kind of spring Manzardo has, but so far he's swung the bat great. But please, let's not say Manzardo, it's too cold. Like, can we not go yeah, down I that mean, road? The, That's, new, the kid's a, from Idaho. He's, he's from, from Yeah, Idaho, wherever he's from, from the mountains. <laughs> Andy, guys, come on. We know that Idaho cold is different than the cold we have in Cleveland. This cold is cold. <laughs> the guys from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which has probably one of the coolest golf courses in the world, they've got a floating green there. So you got to take you you hit onto the green and then they've got a boat that takes you out to the to the hole. It's really oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, that's very ask cool. him about Hoinsey. Ask him about it. He'll, I'm sure. All right. It's called the Floating Green. It's in Coeur d'Alene. That's where he's from. All right. Yeah, okay. Does the same idea apply to Brian Rocchio, Hoinsey? Do you think it'll be Gabe Arias's job to start, or do you think Brian Rocchio has a shot to begin the season with the big league club? I think Rocchio has a shot, but Arias has you know gotten out of the gate pretty good. Well, you know he's. He's swung a bat pretty well. He's played, uh, you know, he's played defense well. But you know, he, they really, I think, uh, but I think Rokio's got a shot. He's coming off a great winter ball season in in Venezuela. You know, he, you know, he. If you look at his numbers at Columbus, I mean, what else could he do? He, you know, he's shown he can he can play at AAA after you know based on last season. Why do you think the Tigers are better than the Indians this year? A lot of people are picking them second. Yeah, I think they're really well. They beat them last year, and I, yeah. and they did a lot more than uh, Cleveland did to improve. So I guess you're saying yes. I just, it's hard for me yeah. to look at that. Yeah. I, I just I I wish it wasn't true. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I think you know, Andy. I mean, they you know, with when the rotation broke down last season, they were kind of like dead in the water as it was. Right. If this rotation can stay healthy, you know, I think they've got a chance. I mean, I, that makes them a lot better. You know, but now you know you lose uh, uh, Stefan, uh, Trevor Stefan, Karen check. You don't know. I mean, to me, those guys probably aren't going to. You know, Stefan for sure isn't going to start the season, and the longer Karen check waits to start throwing, you know, he's he's probably a question mark for opening day too. So you know that you know that bullpen. You know, those are two guys that you know, that have been you know that pitched very well for them. How do you think McKenzie looked, Hoinsey? Have not seen McKenzie. Saw him throw a bullpen. He threw a simulated game uh, yesterday. I saw him throw uh, a bullpen. Saw him throw live BP. He looked good. He says he feels good. But you know, he's the big question mark to me. They they should roll out. You know, uh, Gavin Williams threw yesterday. Looked great. 
Uh, Carrasco's going tonight, Friday. Uh, Beaver, Saturday. Then Logan Allen, Tanner Bybee, and the split squad Sunday. And we still haven't, we still don't know uh, when, uh, when they're going to roll uh, McKenzie out. So, you know, to me, that's the question, Mark. Is, is he ready? And I think he's passed all the tests so far, but we haven't seen him pitch uh, in a game yet. Um, I might be the only person that's asking this, so and I don't know if you've asked the question or not or even thought about it, but when Wedge, when I'm driving by the ballpark every day, uh, left field is gone. <laughs> it's gone. You know, it, it's not there anymore. It's a flat nothing up there, and they got rid of all that stuff. You know, I've seen the models. It looks really cool. I'm just wondering if that's going to affect the ball uh, on home run balls and balls that might be hit to that side of the field. Am I the only one well, thinking about this? Hopefully it does. Hopefully it gets behind some of the balls that they hit. Because <laughs> they, they, what, they, they finished last, you know, home runs last year and second last the year before. So they need whatever help they can get. They need some, some of those big, you know, uh, those, uh, industrial strength blowers that they use to dry out stuff, put them right behind home plate. So wait, you're you're saying that it wasn't just a fluke that when they hit the three home runs in the first exhibition game of the year that that was only two percent of the total home runs they hit all season long last year? <laughs> I'm saying the ball flies in Arizona. Uh, maybe we can get some Arizona dryness. Yeah, how do we get Arizona dry up here? That's what we got to focus on next twenty. All right. So the the other big thing. Will Brennan has looked good in the outfield. I know that they want to try some guys out with uh, De Los Santos as well, and they brought in Florio. Hoinsey, are those the guys that are competing for center field and right field, or is there an outside chance that they could look at bringing in a, an Adam Duvall or a Tommy Pham or somebody like that who's still out there on a small deal? I, I get the impression that they are out of the free agent market. Ooh. You know that that was the you know that was what they said going into. Going into uh, spring training, I don't know if that's changed. I don't know if J.D. Martinez, if you can get him on a deal. You know, I think that would be the guy. You know, those are the guys that are out there that that could really help them. But, you know, they seem convinced that they've got to give these young guys a chance to play and, you know, that they're not going to put a, you know, a one-year, you know, uh, a a one-year hurdle in front of them. So I guess we'll see. But, you know, saying that, I – I would not be surprised if they did that, but I guess well, that's probably the wrong thing to say. I'd be shocked if they did that. All right, answer this question if you can. Hoinsie, the season will be successful this year if blank happens. Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you could use yeah, that if you I, want. I, I think uh, if, if there are three young starters, uh, Williams, Logan Allen, and Bybee, you know, can, can give them 25 to 30 starts. Stay on the field from wire to wire, and uh, Tristan McKenzie c- can do the same. I would think that's a um, you know that's a successful season. I think if uh, they find a shortstop and whoever it is, and he's pr- a productive shortstop, that would be a uh, success. And if Bo Naylor, you know, you know, comes and, and, and if Bo Naylor, you know, lives up to the promise he showed in the second half last year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Hoinsie, that's it. You're the man. Thank you, buddy. Are you heading back out or no? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going out late March and then, you know, jump on the train for that, what, the three-city road trip? That's a long one. It'll be good though. It'll be, are you taking, are you, yeah, you're not yeah. seriously taking the train. You're flying, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you scared me there for a second. I, I mean, no, I know you're you're you know, probably the longest running beat reporter on, but I mean, you don't have to go that old school. So, you don't have to wear people, suits to the games anymore, Hoisey. Just like so you know, trains, man. Once once the season starts, you just grab under the caboose and hang on and pray <laughs> that you make it. <laughs> well, go eat the nachos at Saddle Mountain Brewery for me. All right, that's all I can ask. Those are so good. I get hankering we'll for those. Boys. Take right, care, Lindsay. Thank you, <laughs> Paul Lloyd's. He's the man. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you get out to Arizona, get the nachos at Saddle Mountain Brewery. You got that. That that's a treat. Those are outstanding. Blade Dealer, Cleveland.com. Make sure you read them. Every everybody knows Lloyd's. How do you not know Lloyd's? He's the best. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's been covering. I, I don't know how many people have been out in, at spring training longer than him. The, the numbers can't be high. I'm, I'm, I think I have one or two names at the back of my head, but that's about it. All right, so uh, let's go back. We'll talk a little bit about what he had to say. Um, did that make you uh, uh, inspired for this year's season? You tell me. 216-474-0092. Basket and Fels with Dan Menegut. I, I get the impression that they are out of the free agent market. Mm. You know that that was the you know that was what going into going into uh, spring training. I don't know if that's changed. I don't know if JD Martinez, if you can get him a deal, I think that would be the guy. You know, those are the guys that are out there that that could really help them. But you know, they seem convinced that they've got to give these young guys a chance to play, and you know that they're not going to put a you know a one year uh, block you know. Uh, a one-year hurdle in front of them, so I guess we'll see. But you know, it, saying that, I, I I would not be surprised if they did that. But I guess well, I, that's probably the wrong thing to say. I'd be shocked if they did that. 
Yeah, that's uh, why are we smarter, Bo. But, I, you know, you kind of hope in the back of your mind that maybe the Guardians will go out and sign a free agent. But I just don't. I, I think Hoinsey's right. Hoinsey's right 99.9% of the yeah, time. I think Hoinsey's right we trust. I mean, who else is going to tell you that the offense is only going to be helped out by having gigantic blowers behind home plate on when the <laughs> Guardians are up? If you've missed Hoinsey, go back and listen to it. Hoinsey was on fire. That was uh, it's the hardest I've laughed on the air in a good period of time. Hoinsey was on it was on fire today. It was so good. I enjoyed it greatly. Just as much as I enjoyed Nick Wilson and Spencer German as they take a look at the stars, including Marvin Harrison Jr., who, while I gave you credit to begin the show, made the right call by not talking at the Combine after reading some of these other questions. And the other big college football headlines in the Sons of the Shoe episode of 92thefan.com or on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted them to make a free agency move. Like, I know they want to cycle through some of these guys. I know they want to see if Will Brennan could possibly be something. I know they want to see if, you know, Estevan Florial is something there. Like, they, they want to go through these guys, but there's a part of me that's like, man, this division's for the taking. The Twins just didn't do a whole lot in the offseason. They're banking on people staying healthy, and especially guys with a long, long injury past, like a Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa. Royce Lewis, who's had a whole bunch of injuries. The Tigers didn't make any moves. They're just hoping their kids get better. Like, I'm not saying you need to go get Blake Snell. I'm not saying anything like that. But just add an Adam Duvall. Add a Tommy Pham. Just somebody to get you over the hump because the division is for the taking. In your heart of hearts, do you think they're making a move? No. I trust Hoinsey. No. I thought that before talking to Hoinsey, I was hoping he'd say yes. I want him to say yes, but... Andy, we know this organization. We know how they operate. We know how they're looking at things. I'm okay with it if they don't make a move, but I do want to see these younger guys then. If you're not going to go out and make a move, like Quincy said, to to put a one-year stopgap in front, please don't leave a guy in Columbus that could be helping out the team now. That's all I'm saying. And, you know, they know a little better than we do on most of this stuff, but, you know, the the part that rips your heart out, I think, as a fan, is that if you keep a young guy back because you – Want to control service time? I understand from the business standpoint why you do it. It's just, it just sucks, especially if you think your team is in a place where they might be able to contend, even though everyone thinks they're the twentieth or twenty-first or twenty-fifth best team in Major League Baseball. And especially if you think it's good enough. Like, if you are worried about stealing service time from a guy who's going to be talented, especially with the new collective bargaining agreement, where if you get Top four, I think it's top four, rookie of the year votes. You lose that year of service time. So that game that you played in the beginning of the year to avoid gaining that full year of service time is out the window if the guy's good enough to join you in the beginning of the year. Like, that's the part of it that'll do me in, is if we get to the end of the year and Brian Rocchio is really good, and Brian Rocchio gets rookie of the year points, it's like, well, then why didn't we do this in April? And they'll come back and go, well, because it's cold out. It's tough to hit in April. It's cold. It's like, yeah, but if you can hit, you can hit. You know, it's it's the old, our buddy Chris Falar always had the great line. If you could putt, you, you can putt with it. If you could putt, you can putt, whether it's a $200 putter or a two by four. Yeah. If, if you can hit, you can hit. It doesn't matter how cold it is outside. If Rokio looks really good and they try to play this game with them and then he gets. Rookie of the year votes, it's like, well, okay, all you did was play with one hand tied behind your back for a month. All because you were trying to save a little bit of dough. 
All right, there were two questions that came out of that Hoynes interview that I, I want to come back and ask you about afterwards. One, um, answer the last question that I asked Hoynes. I said, this season will be a success if blank. Whew. That was a doozy when you tossed that out. That's a lot of journalism classes. That's a, <laughs> that degree. Let's blow the dust right off that degree, hang it right on the wall. Of which I can name one of the journalism professors. Like, nope, nope, two, two. Miss Hanson, you were the best. Okay, keep going. I get like four, and I'm about ten years removed. So that's pretty good. All right, on things that actually matter. Um, this season is a success. Uh, Dr. West was good, too. If they come out of it with a shortstop of the future and hammer down that position, this season is also a success if they find their way to middle of the pack in home runs. Middle of the pack. I'm not saying you need to make top five. I'm not saying you need to be the Yanks or anything like that. I'm saying just middle of the pack. Find some kind of power. The third thing that would make this season a success, if we look at Steven Vogt on the end of it and go, that guy has the respect of the locker room. He has a handle on what's taking place and is the manager that we can look to for the future. If he's walking around looking lost, if if they're making moves that don't make any sense in September, or he's you know pulling pitchers when he shouldn't, and all the stuff that you would look to a manager with, and there's leaks coming out about how things are changing and not the way that they were, like that would be a failure of a season. If we walk out of it with a shortstop, middle of the pack in power, and the manager of the future, two thumbs up success. All right, so you are looking for, so let's just go back to last year. The Braves had 307 home runs. Uh, the Guardians uh, hit a whopping 124. To get to the middle of the pack, that means you want to get to, what, 15? So 15 would be the Cubs. And the Cubs, home runs last year, do-do-do-do, on my little grid, 196. So you almost have to get to 200. If you're playing by the same rules as last year, uh, that would be an increase of almost 75 home runs. Yeah. Is this team capable of 75 home runs more than they did last year? Man, if Rokio adds you 25, 20. Okay, now you're up to 150, which still. We're really going to do math on the If you go 150, just uh, let's just say Rokio gives you, say you get your 124 and Rokio gives you 25 more. You know what place you're in? Hmm. 30th, you're still in last place. Yes. Oh, oh, still in last place if you go off of last year's numbers. But you need to hammer that one home to me. They were horrible. They were, they, they're an abomination when it comes to power. Their numbers are sad. And it's just like, you've got to get some power in this lineup. I know that they think they could bring guys in and who are really good bat to ball, really good contact guys and train them to hit the ball hard over the fence. I know that's their philosophy. That's what they've been saying all off season. That's what they've been saying this season too. We look at guys who are bat to ball knowing that we can teach them power. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Here, you want to be even sadder? Think about it this Why way. Are you making me sad? I'm enjoying this. The Braves hit 307 home oh, runs last year. Oh, now see, okay? now this is just mean. The Nationals hit 151, okay? If they double that, they still don't have as many home runs as the Braves did last year. By the way, fantasy baseball players, get your C.J. Abrams stock now. The kid's a star. And the Guardians were still 26 home runs behind the Nationals. 
Yeah, it's it's not good. It's twenty seven. Sorry, they were brutal. They 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 were brutal. Their outfield was getting out hit. I mean, I'll never forget what was it? It was twenty twenty two or was it twenty one that they brought in Eddie Rosario, and that Eddie Rosario out homered the entire Guardians outfield. Like when they brought him in, like the. There has been a serious lack of power in that outfield for a very long time. Like, I mean, there's so little power out there, you could call it Amish. Like, that's that's really where we are. And so, like, at some point, you have to hit the ball over the fence, right? Did you really just say that? Yes. No offense to her. You know, didn't mean that offensively. It's just the truth. There's nothing out there. I don't know, man. I was driving out. Where was I? Estabula County last week. I need to get out to Amish. I, and it was late. I, I tell you, those buggies are souped up now compared oh, to the are, way man. they were when I was a kid. Really nice. I think about it. I need to get Lights, out there. I got to kind of see up. the whole deal. I don't know. Yeah, I got to pick some stuff they up. They seem to be safer than they were. a wooden spoon. Supposedly, that's where you go to get a really good wooden spoon. What, Amish? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what I was told by multiple people. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, you'd think. Okay. It's the world we live in. But no, they, they've, they have got to find some power. I mean, whether it's Rokio, whether it's Manzardo, hopefully Estevan Floreal comes around. And, and finally gets a chance and, and pops and solves some of the things that have plagued him when he was in New York. He was a really highly talented prospect. And I hope that he is here because it was a log jam and because they didn't find a home for him. And that maybe the guards and maybe Chris Valeka looked at him, saw something, was like, I can fix this. I can tweak this. I can move this. And this kid can take off. Because, boy, it would be awesome to drop him in right field or drop him in center field. Or maybe, I mean, Mandy Bell joined us. What about a week ago? Saying that the guy who looked the best in camp, Miles Straw, added a whole bunch of muscle to him. Maybe that's so here. Something. Maybe so that's here. Her. All right, let me let me ask you this question. We'll answer this when we come back. Okay. This was the second question that was driving my thoughts as I asked Hoinsey, you know, about the changes in the ballpark and how they might affect the ball in play, especially the wind coming through. I mean, there are physically seats that are gone. Like sections that are gone, that are now terrace flats. Like all kinds of seats that are gone. I encourage you to go to their website to go look at the animation drawings. And then as I was watching it, I was like, am I more excited about seeing what the ballpark looks like for the first time? Or am I more excited about seeing this team? Answer that when we come back. 216-474-0092. Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.